Yo. Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show. Autumn is a best-selling author, popular speaker, and wife who is obsessed with her husband and four crazy kids. She is also the CEO of the Autumn Miles Ministry, as well as a lipstick and lash enthusiast. Autumn's vision is to speak to the culture with bold truth and challenge you to act in raw faith. Here's Autumn Miles. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the show today. This is your host, Autumn Miles. I hope you guys are doing fantastic today. I know we have had a weird start to the morning, but we have prayed about the recording these shows. So we're just believing that God has gone before us. Anyone else have a weird start to their morning? Aren't you so glad that God is a God that redeems weirdness? I'll just tell you, I had to get... Oh my gosh, Cassie, what was it called? A tetanus shot on Sunday because I cut my foot in a weird way. You know, I'm not your typical outdoorsy person. You know, I don't own hiking gear as some do. And God bless you. I love those that do own a lot of hiking gear. So when I go for a walk, you know, I go in flip-flops and, you know, totally not prepared for the elements, as some would say. And I cut my foot on a super rusty piece of whatever, and I had to get a tetanus shot. And let me just tell you, Dan, tetanus shots are, are a big deal, okay? They are no joke. My arm has been so sore for two days. I feel like I have the flu. Um, but I don't, y'all. I don't. I am fine. I'm just being a big baby. Um, but we have a lot to talk about when it comes to God's Word today, so stay tuned. I want to remind you guys about uh, the fact that we this these are also podcasted shows, okay? Um, we heard from you guys a couple years ago, and they're like, oh, we want to catch the show, but we can't catch it live um, because it airs here in North Texas um, on 100.7 FM. Uh, so we listen. So we also podcast these shows. And um, if you cannot catch a show and you're like, man, I just need whatever, um, head on over to our podcast. You can um, you find it on iTunes, on the website, you know, autumnmiles.com, wherever you can just Google it. It'll come up. Um, but I do want to let you know that we do podcast uh, the shows as well. If you would like to write a review, like, you know, give us five stars. That'd be great. (laughs) It's how much you love every second. Uh, you can also write a review on, um, iTunes and people don't understand how important these reviews are. Um, you know, it's kind of like when you leave AT&T and they're like, make sure you fill out our, um, our, what is it? Cassie? survey. Oh, guys, I have no brain today. Make sure you fill out our survey. And they're like, but give us all the stars. Give us all the stars. It's a big deal to them. And it's a big deal to books. It's a big deal to podcasts. It is just a big deal. Um, So if you'd like to give us a little review, even if you listen to the radio show on a daily basis, it's the same thing. Head over to the podcast and give us a review. If you are a loyal uh, listener, Um, I want to talk to you guys today about how hard you're really trying. Now, um, we know that things, we know that, of course, God gets the glory for miracles and for 
um, huge things that happen in her life. And that is the way it should be. However, um, there are things that he asks us to do. Okay. He does ask us uh, to, to walk by and live by the principles of God's word. Um, and he blesses our effort. Okay. He blesses that. It would be like me uh, praying, God, give me a ministry, give me a ministry, give me a ministry. And, um, God gives me an opportunity to work towards starting a ministry and I don't walk through the door. Okay. He blesses our effort. We work, uh, with God. Okay. Um, and I've really been struck lately by a lot of conversations that I've talked to that people know what they should be doing. They know they should be giving a hundred percent effort. However, they're only giving 20%. This happens a lot in marriages. Um, you know, I just wish he would dot, dot, dot. I just wish she would dot, dot, dot. And if she or he does that, then I will do this. When that is not a good way of looking at your marriage, when you are giving 100%, it is a, marriage is a sacrificial thing. I've been married twice, did one really wrong, and did one really right. Um, when my both my husband and I are um, giving 100% of ourselves to each other, this beautiful thing starts happening. We, we um, uh, It's interesting. When I'm looking at 100% of the time, meeting his needs, what he wants, and he's doing the same for me, man, it is beautiful. Um, but what you're, when you're in a marriage and when you're in a situation where you're only giving half effort. Um, my question is, why are you doing that? Okay. Um, give full effort. And my, my text is going to make a lot of sense here in just a second. Some of you guys, maybe marriage is not your problem. Maybe you're single. I don't really know your situation, but you know, in an area of your life, you could be giving more effort and you just aren't and God love you. God bless you. God still loves you. You're just lazy. Okay. You just, you know what you need to change, but you're just not doing it. The, the, this is the people that I want to talk to today. I have been there. I'm speaking out of love. I totally get it. I totally understand. Maybe you're tired, whatever it is, but I want to instill in you today, a tiny little fire, maybe a tiny little spark that will, um, encourage you to give full effort. Okay. Because what you don't realize is that when you do not give full effort towards something that you know, you need to change, you know, you need to, um, fix a certain area of your life. You aren't hurting anyone else, but yourself, you're hurting yourself. Um, I want to go to my text today before I get into anything else in second Kings 13. Let's go there today, starting in verse 14. And I love this text. Um, so much for so many different reasons, but I'm going to read the entire thing. Hang with me. We're going to go second Kings 14 through 24. When Elisha became sick, Elisha became sick with the illness of which he was to die. Joash, the king of Israel came down to him and wept over him and said, my father, my father, the chariots of Israel and its horsemen. Elisha said to him, take a bow and arrows. 
So he took a bow and arrows. Then he said to the king of Israel, put your hand on the bow. And he put his hand on it. Then Elisha laid his hands on the king's hands. And he said, open the window towards the east. And he opened it. Then Elisha said, shoot. And he shot. And he said, the Lord's arrow of victory, even the arrow of victory over Aram. Hang with me here. This is good. For you will defeat the Armenians at Apec until you have destroyed them. Then he said, take the arrows. This is Elisha, the great prophet. He is about to die. The last thing we hear of him doing before he dies. Then he said, take take the arrows. And he took them. And he said to the king of Israel, strike the ground. And he struck it three times and stopped. So the man of God was angry with him. You should have struck five or six times. Then you would have struck Aram until you would have destroyed it. But now you shall strike Aram only three times. The next verse, pretty sobering. Elisha died. Boom. The very last thing that the great prophet Elisha said was, man, you messed up here. You should have struck it five or six times, but you only did it three. And then he dies. Um, I wonder what Joash was thinking, you know, after he had the very, uh, the almost um, uh, convicting a uh, message from El- Elisha, man, you should have tried harder. What were you doing? If you would have tried a little bit harder, and of course, this is an autumn paraphrase here, but this is what I read from the text, and this is clearly what it's saying. If you would have tried harder, you would have completely defeated the, this enemy. If you would have tried harder, you would have completely, you wouldn't, this would not ever be a problem in your life again, but because you didn't do it, You're not going to defeat him. You're only going to strike him. And as I've read this text, and I've read it multiple times over the years, and you can glean so many things from this text, I feel like this is a very uh, uh, important text that is so relevant to today in our world. We live in America where comfort is king, where we don't really want to try that hard. We just, we just, we want to go viral. We don't want to steward. Um, we want someone else to do it for us. We don't want to do the work ourselves. And we're sort of living our lives in every single day. I'm very aware of time. And every single day, 24 hours passes, 24 hours that you could have struck the ground towards that thing that you need to work on. That, if you continually striking uh, strike it, as this passage suggests, you will defeat it. Defeat, defeating your enemies is a possibility when you give full effort. This is what absolutely um, blows my mind about this. This is the prophet Elisha, who was given a double portion of Elijah's anointing. There was a man who fell on Elisha's dead bones. He had so much of the anointing of the power of God that this dead man came back to life. So here the King Joash is speaking to this great prophet that has a double portion of Elijah's anointing, and he doesn't do what Elijah said. And it it really takes me to where we are with the Lord. 
here we don't have the prophet Elisha to go to. We don't we don't pray to the prophet prophet Elisha. We have the sovereign, almighty, all powerful, all knowing God that we can go before and strike and strike and strike the ground. And God promises us that we are more than conquerors. God promises us that we will be victorious. But what we're doing, we're walking around in this world of comfort that we live in and we are not giving full effort. Therefore, we are robbing ourselves of conquering the very thing that we can conquer when we tap into the power of the Lord. I see this every single day. I really want to kick this addiction, but it's so hard on him. It's so hard. I really, I really want to start that ministry, but it's so hard. There's so many things that aren't in place. I really want to stop this bad habit in my life. I really want my marriage to get better in this area. And and I can just see that you I, I can see those that I talked to as the King Joash did, just taking his arrow and sort of half-heartedly striking the ground just a couple of times. As you stand before the great God who has the power to help you defeat, grow, start. Whatever you need to do, he has the power for you to do it. And you are giving half effort. I, um, I look at my kids all the time and, um, you know, this is just, I've, I've definitely dealt with this in the past in certain areas, things that I don't want to change about myself. Um, but when I look at my kids, I see this a lot. Um, I will tell my, my son, Hey, I need you to go take out the trash. And then, um, 10 minutes later, I'll go to try to throw something away. And lo and behold, there is still trash in the trash can that I asked him to remove. Okay. Um, then I'll say, Hey Jude, I need you to come and take out the trash. And he go, he, he come, Oh mom, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Then he takes the trash. He gets the trash bag, you know, squashes it all down in the trash bag. There's like juice running out the bottom of the trash bag as he goes out the house and goes to our giant trash cans. Um, and I, I, I'll come back in the kitchen and there's, juice on the ground and there's no trash bag in the trash can. And then he gets in trouble because he didn't give his full effort. Wipe up the weird orange juice juice that's coming from the uh, trash bag. Put a trash bag back in the trash can. He gets in trouble. Rather than just obeying and getting praised, he gets in trouble because half effort is getting. And I love my son, and but he is 10 years old. Do you know what I'm saying? We do the same thing when it comes to, um, you know, our, our little little kids. You know, they're they're four and three right now. But we'll say you need to pick up. This is what you need to do. Hey, mommy, I want some ice cream. Okay, awesome. Well, then I need you to pick up the living room. And they'll walk around and they'll pick up maybe one or two toys. But then after three minutes, you know, I've got Haven who has got four dolls in her hand and she's twirling. Okay. Uh, And we have to look at them and say, if you pick up everything in 
this room, you will receive something awesome. And I, uh, ice cream, ice cream of your choice. Um, and we have to continually go back to them because they are not giving full effort. And lo and behold, when they don't give full effort, they don't get the reward. I fee- see a lot of people out there that are just like Jude and that are just like my babies. They are wanting the results of full effort, but they're only giving half effort. You cannot receive the full um, uh, uh, promise the full benefit of full effort only giving half. I, I, I want to encourage you today to get serious about this thing that maybe you have tried four years to kick. Get serious about it. Get serious about this gossip problem. Get serious about this um, overspending problem. Get serious about it. Because let me tell you something. If you don't get serious about it and you're only giving half effort and then you slip up and you give half effort and then you slip up and then you half effort and slip up. um, uh, I know that you are not living as victorious as you can. Wouldn't it feel great today if you could... Say, listen, I gave my full effort for a little while and look at the transformation to this area of my life. I remember when um, my, I got a divorce from my uh, first husband. I was a total mess, okay? I was clinging to the Lord, but I realized during that time period uh, uh, when I, I met the Lord in my first marriage, I realized during that time period there was so many things that I did not realize, understand that I was doing that was hindering me from living a life of peace, of joy, of comfort. It was hinder- of, of actual happiness. I think I think even happiness is lacking in our lives today because we're not willing to do the work in order to get there. And of course, happiness is not king. However, I would rather live a life where I can actually live day to day and enjoy my life doing a little bit of work than struggle miserably with things for a long time simply because I did not give full effort. When I was coming out of my um, first marriage, I had found the Lord. There was a couple of years of my life that I went gangster. I was in the word every single day. And I mean, I still am hours a day. I was praying like crazy. I could not buy enough. I had no money and I was buying all these books to read about God, to read about who he is, to read. Okay. I've got this area in my life that needs to be um, fixed. And if God tells me in his word that I can live as more than a conqueror, I don't want to live conquered my entire life. I fed myself, filled myself up for uh, for a solid um, two years with just information and um, uh, learning about how, how exactly do I purge my life? How exactly do I become a comforter? Can I really take God at his word and accept his power in my life? Can I really sit back and let the power of the spirit of God operate in my life? Um, I remember those two years of my life as some of the most precious moments with the Lord I have ever experienced to date because he was pruning me, refining me, 
He, his spirit was teaching me. His word was guiding me. And it sort of prepared me for what I am doing today. Those two years, although it was just um, two years of, of really um, inductive Bible study on my own, I didn't have, I wasn't going through a Bible study. I was studying the Bible for myself. It taught me how during those years, um, how I can live more than a conqueror. Now, do two years seem like a long time? I don't know. Maybe it does to you. But to me, looking all these years later, looking at the foundation of my Christian life and how I just didn't get saved. And then I was like, okay, God, thanks for the ticket out of hell. I actually wanted to live a victorious Christian life. I I was so done living defeated. I was so done living in bondage. I was so done living as a conquered woman. I wanted to be more than a conqueror. So I did the work. I did the work. And it took a while. But after those two years, I saw my mind transforming. I saw, I saw because my mind was transformed, my actions were transformed. Because my mind were transformed, what came out of my mouth was transforming other people. I remember I was working at the Texas Roadhouse in Lynchburg, Virginia, because I was going to school there at the time. And rather than when something went wrong, um, people cussing on the on the on the serve line which is where you know you get the drinks and the ice and the bread and all this kind of stuff I would constantly say praise the Lord this is this is like a ridiculous small way of how God was transforming me during those those moments from the inside out I would say praise the Lord praise the Lord praise the Lord oh you just got triple set all you servers out there know what that means praise the Lord and that's what I would say and before you know it all of these people on the on the wait staff who who did not know God um started saying and praise the Lord too. And it was so hilarious that rather dropping the F-bomb, they would say praise the Lord. Because I had taken that time to retrain my mind because I was so done living fully conquered by sin, by the things that easily ensnare us, uh, is what it says in Hebrews, by the things that weigh us down. Not only was I transformed, I began transforming other people simply by what came out of my mouth. I say this almost as a plea to you guys today. I I know it. I know it because we hear from you on a regular basis. You are weighed down. You are heavy. And the truth of the matter is, is God is saying, I want you to give full effort. I want you to try for a short amount of time to wash your mind, your heart, your body, your soul with the truth of God's word. You don't have to be a slave to this thing any longer. And y'all are given two, two, y'all are given three strikes rather than six. You have an invitation, just like King Joash did uh, uh, from uh, the great prophet Elisha. He had an invitation to completely defeat his enemy, and he gave half effort. I do not want that to be your story. Why live defeated when the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, has promised us victory? My husband for years struggled with um, something that... Um, it was, it was, uh, oh my goodness. He struggled with that for years. 
And I remember him going to what a counselor. And I, I t- don't email me. Like, I, I totally understand that people can struggle with things for a long period of time. I understand. And uh, this counselor, who was a biblical counselor, looked at him and said, you know what, Eddie, you are going to struggle with this for the rest of your life forever. You will never have victory over. This is a biblical counselor. You will never have victory over it. My husband came home and told me those words, and I looked at him straight in his face, and I was like, that is not what the Bible teaches. That might be what the culture teaches. That is not what the Bible teaches. I understand you having a a bent towards a certain sin, but if God tells us that we are more than conquerors, we are going to believe him rather than believing this counselor that clearly has never um, studied that verse to its entirety. I have seen people with drinking addictions completely eradicated from it. I have seen people with smoking addictions completely eradicated from I've seen people that have been um, serial cheaters cheat on their spouse completely eradicated from it. It is possible. But in order for it to happen, Full effort has to be given. You can email me all you want. You can disagree with me all you want. But I am the way I read the word of God and the way I read this story. The invitation was there for King Joash to completely defeat his enemy. And the invitation to you is there for you to completely defeat this thing that you've lived in bondage with for too long. And I am just saying, I love you too much not to tell you what the Bible says. You are more than a conqueror. His power is greater than this thing, but you have to give 100% of your effort. I would encourage you not to be weird, but man, this just, this just, (laughs) just hit my head. Go get some arrows, physically get some arrows. Go outside and you strike that ground and you ask God to bless your full effort and you email me and tell me what happens. God is so big. He's so powerful. He's not bound by your addiction or your problem or your bad marriage. He is Lord. So I encourage you, give that full effort. God bless you. I love you. I hope this encourages you today. You can catch me right back here tomorrow on The Autumn Miles Show. The Autumn Miles Show is listener supported and your donation to keep her on the air is much appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And if you make a donation of $100 or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of her book of the month. This program is underwritten by Mary Maids of Fort Worth. Your future starts now. Thanks for listening and join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on the Word 100.7 FM.